but whatever. Luigi's yeah. Mansion 2. Weird that they're calling it Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. I don't think they've called any other re-release, like, whatever HD on the Switch, but... Also, I don't know if it was just the trailer. Didn't look HD. <laughs> like, it, look, it looked like a port of a DS game. Yep. Yeah. I didn't take DS. a good enough look at the, it. I kind of skipped, like, any game, of the ones yep. where I was like, oh, I've seen this before, or whatever. I kind of, like, skip because I was after the fact, I just kind of skimmed through it quickly. Yeah. yeah, so I, d- I have been actually meaning to like put maybe I'll just put that on before bed because I do kind of feel like just watching like something while I lay down. Mm-hmm. So watch that in earnest because it was it did it did like it just got me kind of excited because there were just multiple times. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. So, yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of a fun one. It was. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it felt good to be get like excited about a bunch of video games again. It's been a while. everybody welcome to pursuing pixels my name is kevin portelli and i'm here tonight with john hines hey there and randall nolary hey folks and we are back as always to talk about some video games we've all had some pretty hectic schedules as of late i guess we've been saying that i feel like i've been saying that the last few weeks whether it's (laughs) been regular episodes or save it for the cast intros or whatever i'm just like man i've been swamped still been busy with the new job although i feel like i'm kind of finally out of the weeds of the training and like it's not pure information overload so i've been doing a little bit more gaming lately um you know but haven't been playing too many new things but i know john why don't we kick it over to you first since you are the second one of us i think we're going in the same order we did last year as far as knocking off our uh, resolution games uh i could be wrong i definitely just know i was last last time (laughs) i guess but which i'm gonna be again but um but yeah i know you started up and uh maybe even finished your resolution game uh, yeah, so I played Heaven Will Be Mine, and right off the bat, I want to get a couple content warnings right off the bat, so, like, if uh, any of this is, you know, maybe sensitive subject for you, like, feel free to just skip ahead, but... Yeah, I'll timestamp uh, where, like, the next game or whatever topic will start, so... Yeah, but there's a lot of discussion of uh, transphobia, um, body dysmorphia, like different forms of bigotry and just oppression and violence in uh, a sci-fi setting. But Heaven Will Be Mine is a uh, sci-fi romance visual novel mech game uh, made by Worst Girl Games, and it is a visual novel game that follows three mech pilots, and you can choose your... uh, routes based on those and you whichever one you choose you will be interacting with the other two so you'll get different uh aspects of a story and they follow three different factions that are hmm is it is a very tangled web of like narrative which is i think the game's strong point and i think one of the best parts about it is that it is not very on its face expository it kind of gives you information and then as you play more of the game you get to figure out more of it but uh i played the first playthrough uh playing as saturn who is a member of celestial mechanics which is oh boy i keep wanting to like go into depth on something but i also want to say as a caveat like i 
think that if you are interested in this game at all, that I think you should just play it without listening to anything else, because I think that this is a singular game experience that I had that I've not experienced any other way. And like legitimately, this might be one of my favorite games of all time. Shoot. Like it's okay. Dang, man. It's so good. Like I have not played anything remotely like this and that's mostly because like i haven't played i haven't delved too deeply into like the visual novel as a genre i was just gonna Mm. ask like if you've played a ton of those yeah not really like i've played a few and they aren't they're usually like oh here's a character and here are like the like different routes that you can focus on and like that will tell you a different story but like this game in particular and i haven't I really want to play uh, their other game, uh, which is We Know the Devil, which is also a uh, game that instead of uh, dealing with mechs and all of those topics that uh, before, it's those topics, but with uh, teen girls trying to summon a demon from hell. Sure. Or, or the <laughs> yeah. devil. I, I don't know because Makes I haven't sense. played it, but yep. it, it is the three factions are... Oh man, I I like. Okay, if you if you have taken the off ramp, I'm gonna go get into like kind of spoiler territory or not even spoiler, just like explaining territory because like the game is I don't. It's a story. You read it and you unravel bits and pieces of it, or you get greater detail the more you the different paths you take. And I've taken. so there's not like a ton of like gameplay in no. interspersed into the visual novelness. Like it's pretty much purely just like going through the story and picking your path and whatnot. Yes. And pa- paired with a great soundtrack and visuals. Cause I know you mentioned the soundtrack before we started recording. And then also the visuals, you sent some screenshots too. And it was like, man, this is, yeah. look, this is very striking too. It is so. gorgeous. Like every pre like all the presentation aspect of it, the way that the UI is built around like the mech pilots and there are three the setting of the story is that humans have tried to explore outside of space and tried to face the existential threat which is that we live in an infinite universe and maybe humans should spread out among the stars to like try to preserve some moment of humanity but as you spread out you lose you lose connection with what make humans humans and that is the like connection to the earth connection to other people and like if you give someone like if you are so removed from earth that you cannot communicate with earth anymore, at what point do you start becoming something different than human? Yeah. And this becomes a like huge allegory for like being trans in general. And like, uh, there is a high idea of a first generation of pilots that went out And initially we were sending out pilots that were adults who could handle being changed and becoming more than human. And then eventually it became a program where, you know, children were able to like understand who they were and like make that decision for themselves. But 
people on Earth were not comfortable with children making that decision for themselves. So even though the pilots are at home being like finding who they are and like realizing and becoming comfortable with who they are, people on Earth are not comfortable with people finding who they are. If that is if what they determine who they are is making them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and not fitting within their definitions of what a human is and like there is so much like really good in-depth like interplay between the different factions and what they how they embody their philosophy on post-humanism in terms of how their like mechs work and their ship selves which is a also then becomes an entire conversation on what is the line between a body and a mind right. where the pilots become the mind and the ships become the body and one of the uh the first character that is like the default character that you can pick uh Saturn she pilots a mech that like has it has a form but it is explicitly able to be destroyed and reconstructed constantly so it is a lot of discussion of like how much can you destroy your body if your mind is intact and like if you are comfortable with it like does your body matter and like at what point can you become comfortable in that it it is such in-depth and like really beautiful storytelling in a like very like visceral way that i've not encountered in much other like video game media certainly not video games yeah yeah like and i think it probably helps that you're like not getting bogged down with like game mechanics you know mm -hmm. you're just like going along and making your choices and like just getting invested in the story where like i think that's like something that i like get like when I play like an RPG or something, I like kind of like I'm kind of torn between playing, doing quests and like following the story. And I just end up getting lost. We're like, this is like, just focus on this. And like, I think that's the reason why I love it as a visual novel is because like it is really using that framework as, of storytelling, especially in something that in the more like abstract points of the story deal very heavily with like, what reality is and what choices are Mm -hmm. and like what like any consequences of choices you make are so like having that be the main method of interacting with the narrative like is incredible and like i finished a playthrough of each of the main characters once i was just gonna ask if you played the others yeah yeah and and each one i tried to do something different and i didn't really know what was going on in my first playthrough in terms of like getting a handle on what choices like lead to mechanics. So like I ended up getting, I've only seen two endings, even though I've played uh, three playthroughs of each character, but like, it's, I don't know, man. Like I've, I've entered, I've, I've encountered stuff that like, I really feel is so unique to this method and that may again be me just playing it like a visual novel for like like of any merit for the first time in years Uh, but like man this story and the way that it was told is just 
so far and away better than like anything else I've encountered in a video game that it's kind of embarrassing. Like, was, well, it's definitely cool awesome. to like see like uh, or at least in in my head at least it's cool to like think of like experience a game through like three different. I, I'm assuming it's like the same timeline slash storyline between the three playthroughs so you're just kind of like experiencing it through a different character not that that hasn't been done in other games before where you're like experiencing the same timeline through a different character or replaying something or whatever but i don't know again like doing it sounds like you're experiencing the same questions around like identity not just like physical identity although that's part of it and then like consciousness and what that means outside of the construct of a dominant culture you know, yeah. if you're out in space, you know, on top of that. And yeah, that's, that's it's very so interesting. Good. Like, I, I cannot recommend this game enough. Like, it's also I'm I'm a sucker for mechs as like a, I don't know, a genre, but like really leaning heavily into like body and mind, which is always kind of been what like mechs as a genre have been. But like really. Yeah, yeah digging into that of like mm-hmm. what makes you you and like mm-hmm. how do like other people like want to constrain you and like mm-hmm. also the i the way that the 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 setting like deals with mechs where it's like mechs are were never really meant to be like weapons because they're impractical for it and like part of the game is that like there are these three like competing factions on how do we like exist in the world and like let how do we like allow basically other people to like let us live as we are and as who we want to be when the at the end of the day they can just build a gun and kill us way more efficiently than we ever could as like a mech because mechs aren't built for killing like they're built for expression humans aren't built for killing like we aren't weapons we're meant to like express and like emote and feel and i don't know it's such a fucking good game man (laughs) no that's awesome man and i'm glad you were playing this on pc right yeah because I know you don't have, like, the best setup for that, like, a, like is in terms of, like, you know, you're not, like, in a room with surround sound and, like, getting, yeah. you know, getting immersed, you know, so the fact that you were able to get that sucked into it, even just, like, playing on your PC in a closet or wherever you were in set my, up at. But like, with, with headphones, headphones fucking did a number. Headf- Dude, I cannot, uh, yeah, the, from all the times that I've streamed and played with headphones on, I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, even when I'm playing Switch handheld, I'm like, I'm thinking I should probably dig out my headphones and plug them in because... <laughs> That would definitely enhance this experience, you know. Right. Oh, but also, yeah, just I, I briefly, I think I got off topic, but uh, like the UI elements of it, like really do, like there are optional comms things, there are optional emails where you go and you can get more like background story or like conversations with whoever is your like satellite officer, and like it's always just so entertaining. Every single character, like from the playable ones to like the background characters you never see to your like satellite officer, like every interplay is just so in enjoyable and like great. Ugh. In- is yeah. each Incredible. character like its own campaign or are they kind of interwoven where you can jump between them uh, when you're playing one? All the same save file, but the, they do all have it's um, eight days and every so there are four uh, which one calls it? it's like 
levels. I don't know. You would like mission select screens where mm-hmm. you okay. we will choose one. You have to choose both, but as you choose them, there's an option to either uh, like be loyal to your side and have your side come out on top. Or betray your side and have the opposing faction come out on top, Ooh. and like those are the cho- yeah. those are the choices for every mission on every day. So once you have done every single one of those and made that choice, it's like in terms Ooh. of a visual novel or a dating sim, it is very straightforward. Like there's not really a ton of uh like branching paths or layers or whatever it's it's not like a tree it's more of a like uh the way that the game like using the language of the game it's uh gravity between uh these factions and the choices that you do like distort the gravitational pull between them and it's the idea of like ah oh, I, I I don't want to get into so much more but like I just love this game so yeah because you you could be talking about like the culture that you were raised in versus a yep. culture that might be better suited for you or you know you know intuitively makes more sense but it is not as you know familiar and safe as what you were raised in right man ah oh, so there uh, a line that I did want to like keep in my head was like. Uh, they're just like in one of the like interstitial like briefs between levels like you get little excerpts from either background characters or historical characters and uh one of them was uh was like we wanted to see how far from human we could get and before they shut us down we got very close and i was like oh that's such a good line this is such a good uh, (laughs) love it Jeez. I'm glad it panned out. I'm glad it panned out because sometimes those resolution games, like you build up the hype in your head and get like excited to play something, and I'm like, ah, it didn't quite live up to what I thought it was going to be. But Yipper. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so glad that we have this format because I've had this game for years and I've known I would like it and like instantly. just needed a reason to play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that push. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, uh, to just shift gears totally, I guess, here. <laughs> Kick it over to some of the other stuff. That, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Randall's, uh, Randall's been playing the latest uh, iteration of uh, NBA 2K. Yeah, every iteration turns out. However many years of iterations, that's, that's the hey, one we need I'm the playing. update. I feel like you've been talking about this since like 2K19. Am I, am I 18, right 18, I think. Yeah. 18, man. <laughs> so we've got like more than five years worth of NBA 2K coverage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they'd give the the old 2Ks away on Switch for like less for than like five two bucks, bucks. during yeah. the NBA playoffs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You'd be a fool not to buy that and have it take up all the space on your Switch. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, and look like graphics from, you know, borderline like Dreamcast era. But it still plays yeah, pretty seriously. well. Um, but yeah, the the NBA 2K24, it's it is that time again. The the NBA season is almost among uh, among us here. So, you know, that was available for pre-order. I, I bought the version that gives me the league pass again uh yeah, because yes. I am a basketball fiend. I I have to. I I don't have to, but I do have to. So, <laughs> I did mm-hmm. that. Um it is quote-unquote cheaper to do that, so I did so uh, again. Yeah. 
And, you know, it is, it's, it's an uh, annualized, serialized sports franchise game. You know, it's not like there's some groundbreaking changes from one year to the next, but I love it all the same. And, you know, I'm playing it on, again, the Xbox Series X uh, and the, the quote unquote, I guess they're still calling it next gen. The, the nomenclature is really confusing, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's it plays great. Uh, I'll say like, you can tell that there's still just like little nips and tucks to like the gameplay, the fluidity of it all, the, the, the closeness to like the real simmed basketball products, both on the NBA and WNBA side, which I appreciate nice. a ton on both sides. And yeah. especially so, cause again, you know, Seattle does not have a, an NBA franchise. Um, so it's nice to still have some representation too on the W and side. And even just, yeah. And even just watching games, whether if like if you're watching a WNBA game versus an NBA game, they have like yeah. a different feel and pace Definitely. and flavor. So the fact that they're able to kind of capture that in the game form, like yes. when I watch a WNBA game, I'm like, this is a little bit quicker pace. Like there's yes. faster breaks more frequently. And if they're able to capture that, I'm like, this is awesome. Yes. And I kind of feel like a lot of times the WNBA games are more exciting. So. They are, and they have they have a better kind of team ball flow. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot more like on the fly, double teams happening on defense and things like that. And I love watching the WNBA. Um, same, same. You know, and and right now we're in the midst of the playoffs, and the Aces are in kill mode, so it might be all for naught. But you know, the, <laughs> the Liberty are good too. You know, I'll probably end up rooting for the Liberty if they make the the finals because of the Brianna Stewart connection from the Seattle Damn. Storm, even though she left us. Yeah. Uh, I can't blame and, her, though. And, and having, like, real-life sports going on alongside playing, like, the current game, yeah. always it adds so much it to really the game. I remember, like, getting the new Madden games and, like, oh, the season's about to start. Let's go. And as, like, It was just know, super fun. It's true. And as many have said, it's self-reinforcing, right? Where because you have yeah. the video game, you are more familiar with the modern players and what teams Big they're time. on. Big time. Right. And then, oh, you tune in for a game either on the W or the NBA and oh, there they are. And like you already kind of know, you you know, a lot more about that, you know, just turning on a game or watching highlights and then it just this self-reinforcing thing. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of modes. Um, Again, I'm kind of leaning more towards the my career mode, which is the single player. Like I'm just one guy he's randall nolry this time he's a small forward instead of a power forward last year i was an undersized power forward three and d sort of guy Mm -hmm. um this time uh, i'm still defensive minded i still have those detroit roots but you know i'm a small (laughs) forward um six foot six with a six eleven wingspan so you know i'm just i'm out there playing hella defense dunking the ball a lot trying to shoot three pointers and you know being very fundamental of course of, of it all so that's you know just kind of grinding my way gaining levels um there's a whole story mode and stuff but honestly they've also streamlined that where i've done i've engaged with almost none of that i just play the games and up my little numbers in different regards after every game when they give me my points to spend. There are nefarious things to spend real money above and beyond. I've done none of that this year, and I'm, I'm fairly proud of myself uh, in that regard, too. So um, that's allowed me not to break the difficulty curve, which kind of happened in previous years with some of that stuff, too. So, yeah, a lot of times just bypassing that stuff like it's nice at the in the moment, but then you're yeah. like, oh, but now that's like, you know, it just kind of ruins the flow of the game. You yeah. steal your own mm-hmm. bounce. You know, that's right. It's, it's no good. Um, so, you know, I'm not doing that this time. I'm kind of slow playing it and 
just doing the single player, haven't done really any of the online stuff. Um, there's a whole like Kobe Mamba, like relive his best moments stuff. And, you know, you know, respects to Kobe more kind of like love to hate him sort of thing when he was playing, you know, I grew up a Pistons fan. So there's the natural rivalry stuff there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I might touch that stuff later last year. It was the Jordan stuff, but I never really got around to it. So it's kind of the same deal this year. Same, same sort of thing. So it's kind of cool that it's there. It's another kind of single player mode where if you want to engage in that stuff, it's there. And then there's the, my GM mode. I kind of touched on that a little bit in previous years. That's the mode that used to suck me in like crazy. The real, I was going to say it's spreadsheets. Um, yeah. I was going to say, it's interesting how you've kind of shifted from like my GM mode yeah. to the, it's my career mode. You said, yeah, yeah. It's a my different career. life. Yeah. It's a yeah. Different game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. But it's cool that like, yeah, you can dive into all these different options or again, obviously you can just do quick exhibitions too. Yes. You just like got a buddy over to play. Yes. And Although it is, again, we've that. talked to, yeah. yeah, and we've talked about before though. It is a little a little tougher to pick up. Like, and I don't know if it's any easier, but I no. remember playing those on Switch and like, man, I can't make a shot in this no, game. It is it's not crazy. Easier. It becomes more and more realistic and simulation based every year. And you know, I sink my teeth in that like crazy. But it's also because I've had all these years now of experience with this engine, right? So it, it just right, feels like right. riding a bike to me. And it, but still provides that kind of difficulty. Uh, back and forth with me that's it's kind of it's almost kind of like another I don't know like Dark Souls in its own way but basketball and and it's like the complication of you know control and difficulty but like wanting to overcome that mountain sort of thing and when you get in that flow state it's just like oh hell yeah like but that's you know that's not easy to do by any stretch no I but I I definitely see what you're saying for sure Yeah. yeah 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 I'm a fan. I don't know. We can any more on that for now, or should we move on uh, from there? I'm sure we'll come back to some basketball. Uh, yeah, in the it's future, it's, so. it's something in the background. It's it's like like every year. It's a thing I turn on for like my light therapy uh, after work or whatever. Right? It, it's mm-hmm. it's that it it is that thing. Yeah, um, the that's the refragmenting that's really all I've had. of your brain. It, yeah, that's yes, all I've really is. had time for these days. Yes. So I'm just like, hey, give me more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it yeah. is absolutely that. Um, the other thing that I've been playing lately-ish, uh, not in the last week or two, just because things have been even more busy, but before then, um, <laughs> Analog Pockets, you know, uh, it's it's been it's been great to go back to stuff. I've I've talked about my slight issues with a pocket, but I can't resist that screen and the yeah, just general yeah. convenience of it all, right? So um on to another Game Boy Advance game after beating Zero Mission, uh, you know, Castlevania Circle of the Moon, something mm-hmm. we've talked about nice. <laughs> a little bit in the past. Uh, you know, I talked about my my past with that before, too, but like played it a bit before when the GBA launched game game. No, EB Games whole trade in thing, trade in five bullshit Game Boy games. You get <laughs> Game Boy Advance games. That was one of them, along with Choo Choo Rocket, some others, yada, yada. But Ooh. I never yeah. I never beat it at the time. Um, you know, there's no backlit Game Boys at the time. That was, you know, reviewers just but took now. this game to to task for that at the time but now i'm playing it on the pocket it's very backlit and uh <laughs> yeah those colors are amazing and it's so crisp. it's so good it's so good yeah. it, it really pops yeah i remember it even playing it's it so on dark light it back is... in the day and i was like this game pops 
It is so dark and like um, all in like the same color gradient. But yes. when you have a fully lit screen, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I love the color vibrancy of it. I'm like, oh, this this rules. Like, I, I'm a big fan of it. And like, I know some of that they did on purpose because of those limitations. But I'm happy all the same uh, with the choices that they made now that I've got a screen that can really show it off. And I don't know. I didn't check to see how many hours I put in, but it had to have been, oh gosh, at least like six or eight hours uh, into this. Right. I've got a lot of the okay. DSS cards so far. Yeah. You know, like I said, okay. I'm playing on the actual cartridge, not that anniversary collection, which seems cool, but I had the cartridge. I'd bought it at the, rebought it at the Retro Game Expo um, last year that I went, you know, got it nice. for 10 bucks. So I'm like, yeah, let's let's actually just play this. Let's really, yeah. really spend time to sit here and play through these Game Boy Advance, you know, Egavanias, because, uh, yeah, because Symphony of the Night is the shit, and I want to play through these other games, like, in earnest, like the GBA and the DS ones at some point. So let's How's start from the beginning. How's the sound coming through the pocket? Are you playing with headphones, or just is it just the... Or just, is, there, is there a built-in you, speaker? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's built in speaker. Um, yeah, it sounds fine. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things too, where it's the Game Boy Advance sound. It's a little limited, a little hissy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That mono, that single like mono speaker on there. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds pretty good for what it is. Um, you know, and the, the pocket I think has a little bit of enhancements for, you know, to get around and kind of, I don't know, smooth out. It's probably the wrong way to put it, but like, it sounds pretty good. Um, with the kind of default selections through the pocket, I probably should try to plug headphones into that thing. I haven't done that at all yet, but some of those, some of those songs are, are incredible on Circle yeah. of the Moons, who just yeah. all time Castlevania classics are on there. Um, and I think maybe it was Aria of Sorrow. One of those, one of those Castlevania games during that era came with a pre-order bonus that i got that had like a cd soundtrack and it included a couple Ooh. of the tracks i think awake might have been one of them that was on circle of the moon and it was like oh mm. this is my shit this is awesome and like i still okay. have that on all the ipods that i've ever owned it's like you, know, you gotta have that <laughs> castlevania soundtrack on there a pack yeah. in soundtrack was the oh i had the botan kaidos cd <laughs> nice Ooh, nice nice <laughs> I still have that Chrono Trigger soundtrack uh, CD with the DS uh, release. Ooh, those are both really good ones. Both of those are probably worth a lot of money, actually. Yeah, (laughs) it's kicking around here somewhere, one of these boxes, yeah. Yeah, it was that era, though, wasn't it? Like, you Mm -hmm. just can't get those way more often. Some uh, kind of bonus, yeah. I played a lot of it. I, I, you know, I got to an area, and I probably should ask you, John, and you'll probably tell me to keep going, and you probably should... Um, but like I got to an area where like, there's all kind of like, there's like this low level of like acid on the floor and there's these, these asshole, like reptile men are all over the place. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's like, I'm getting damaged a lot, just like walking around in this, this area, like on on the floor. Uh, I don't know. So there is a, uh, another area you can go to. Okay. That is not that because uh, there is uh, that oh, that area opens up 
before i mean the two two areas open up simultaneously mm-hmm. i think with that mm-hmm. and one of that that is the area that you're like oh i can go here and that it's so oppressive and bad that you're like maybe i should look for another place. i kept pushing through it yeah like yeah some of those dss card abilities are like you're invincible if you get hit and like for however many frames there's some you know there's a whole bunch of these combinations you can do with those dss cards you know, you can I, cheese I, it. Playing with that, you yeah. can get through it, but yeah. it's not pleasant. That's how it yeah. felt. It felt like I yeah. was cheesing it, and I shouldn't have. Yeah, that. there's there there are other other avenues around. Noted, noted. Okay, nice. all right. I won't drop this entirely. I was close to doing that. I'm like, yeah. I played a lot of this. Maybe I have the gist of it. I'm like, no, but you played so much of it. Like, try to see it through. Try to see it through. I've been enjoying it a lot. I can't. I don't really have a lot of things negative to say about it despite it being a launch title for the game boy i was just gonna say this was the first of the gba ones right yeah yeah yeah. and the first the first one after symphony of the night to have the kind of symphony of the night to kind of carry that torch yeah yeah yeah. yes and i would say it did it pretty well like all all those like five releases that they did that followed that up i feel like you know to you know varying degrees and not that i played all of them but they all i feel like they did a good job i I own most of them and have played a little bit of all of them so yeah Yeah, they've all they all had like different specialties and like i think whichever one like speaks to you is like oh yeah this is what i like this is what i think a castlevania game is and like right they're all great for different reasons yes yeah i get that vibe too I'll stick with it. I like. I love Symphony of the Night, and yeah, I just yeah. want to, to. I still need to play that, that game. I've only ever same with pretty much same. most of the Castlevanias. I've just kind of dabbled with them all. Like I, you know, had I think the Xbox 360 version of yep. uh, Symphony of the Night, or That's maybe it was on PlayStation Three, maybe both. But yeah, um, yeah, I only played like a little dissonance. bit of it. Ugh. Yep. 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 So many of those games. All right, I'll keep playing it, John. I will keep playing it. <laughs> I want to. Heck yeah. And I'll move on to my double pack of Aria of Sorrow and the other Game Boy Advance one, whatever. The one I think that was. that's what I own as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is also very but, uh, rare and expensive for what it's worth. Is it? That double pack? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Because in my head, I'm like, this doesn't, I don't want to own this. I need to own them individually or whatever. I know. You know, my stupid collector brain. Me, but me both. Yeah. Hey, maybe if I can sell the two pack and <laughs> buy a copy of each individual, maybe it's worth the, worth the squeeze. Oh, uh, God. But, uh. But yeah, I guess we can uh, move on to probably what we'll we'll wrap things up here with if you're good to leave it there on the Castlevania stuff, Randall. For now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll come back to all this stuff eventually. But uh, I know something that we've all been playing kind of by surprise. Uh, I'll say that I I came home from work the other day and I had no idea there was a Nintendo Direct going on. Yeah. I logged onto my Switch to just either play some Shotgun King, which is what I've pretty much just been playing ad nauseum lately on my Switch, which I've talked about a bunch lately. Uh, or I've been playing a little bit of Tumble Seed too, and I was just like, ah, let me blog onto my Switch. And then I saw all of a sudden I see F099 on like the notifications thing. And at first it didn't actually click into my brain that it was one of those like they Nintendo's done a number of these like kind yeah. of battle royale takes on their old retro games now. And my first reaction was just like, oh, shit, new F-Zero game. Like, what the heck? And then I was like, oh, new Nintendo Direct today. So I kind of I actually didn't watch the whole thing. I just kind of breezed through it. But honestly, it was like jam packed. It was. But um, I think F-Zero 99 was the only thing that was like kind of like announced right now. Like it's available now. Right. You know, kind of surprise launch announced or whatever. I could be wrong because they they did announce quite a few things. Um, 
and feel free. I don't know if you guys had anything else that kind of like jumped out at you as like, oh man, heck yeah. Um, during not that the Nintendo available Direct, now I, stuff. I think that was that was the big one. That was the big yeah. right now takeaway. Yeah, that was definitely the like, oh, this is I can log on on online right now. And the the thing I'll say, like after playing this, I've probably played a good hour or two at this point. I've done a a good, I don't know, I've, I'm up to a B minus ranking. I just got mm-hmm. up to that uh, just before uh, today. I was thinking I was at C minus, and all of a sudden it jumped up to B uh, B minus, and I was like. Oh, yeah, I was at C plus. Nice. So I, I kind of like the way the ranking system works. Like you just kind of like and again, it's just kind of like traditional battle royale. You race against 98 other players and you're essentially playing like the Super Nintendo version of F-Zero, except it's like a little more 3D, a little more souped up. Is that yeah. safe to say? Yeah, yeah I would um, say so. It's a wide it, screen. Is it's, it? Yeah. Yeah, pops, yeah, and it's all you know, it's it, it's just yeah, it's nice to look at like real retro pixely stuff on modern TVs and just that vibrancy and, pop, right? It's just like ooh. and like that that really fast pace like mode seven, I want to yeah. say is what they're using yeah. with F Zero. Yeah. So like seeing that in like super smooth, yeah. and I, and I also want to say that this is maybe the most impressive online thing Nintendo's ever done, like in terms of like That's having ninety nine players all for, playing for simultaneously yeah. interacting with each other in real time were like okay yeah. otherwise like i feel like with like mario 35 like and te- even tetris right. 99 and stuff like you're kind of like everyone's playing their own individual game and like you there's stuff happening between the games but like i don't know it just feels like it for the most part i haven't had any issues i just log on i play it works there's no i'm not getting booted from the game i'm like man this is just working okay nice yeah um <laughs> but uh as someone who's like i've played not a ton of the f-zero series i own the original f-zero on super nintendo but mm-hmm. never owned it as a kid kind of only played it more as like a you know teen when i whenever so, i got the game yeah, i don't know adult, growing up collecting adult, yeah. yeah adult yeah and like uh played it a little bit then was always kind of terrible at it we were talking about it in the discord like half the time i couldn't even finish a race like i just explode before it was even <laughs> over so uh, i have been kind of relieved that like oh, okay i'm doing doing okay in this game once i got the swing of things but uh yeah i don't know I, i've been actually really impressed with like the menus and like how clean everything is like it feels like a really polished release like to the point where you know while they took away mario 35 i'd be a little bit surprised if they pulled the plug on this one it seems like they're kind of planning on supporting it for a while like it seems like they're planning on adding more tracks (laughs) and more yeah it's just so well done and like so it it just seems like they they poured a lot of love into this release so uh i don't know i've been been really having a lot of fun with it so far i think my best finish out of uh, is 16th place but that was a lot of luck involved um i'm having a little bit of trouble like wrangling the controls it's just kind of like they're still not becoming second nature like the way like holding down b to accelerate a yeah. for boost the drift on like the, and i'm playing mostly handheld so i've got like my big hoary split pad pro yep. randall and i were talking about this a little bit before we started but like because i'm like gripping and holding down accelerate most of the time i'm like when i have to let that go to like feather around a corner it like it and I, because i'm playing so much mario kart uh eight with my pals lately too it's like the drifting is so different in this game compared oh, yeah. to that. It's just like not clicking a hundred percent. So I'm like, I'm definitely, again, I didn't expect to win any of these races. I'd say most of the time I'm coming in like in the 50th, like middle of the pack, like 50th place every now and then I'll get closer to 25, but have you tried swapping cars part, much? A little bit. I started with mostly playing, uh, God, I forget what they're all called now, but the one on the very bottom at Same. first, like yep. that kind of Ooh. rounded one. Yeah, and that's what I eventually have, 
I've recently switched back to like Captain Falcon's car. Um, because yeah, whatever I've been the main the last is. one. The uh, I I started with the green one, and then yeah, moved, yeah. Uh, then I moved over to the the pink one. And yeah, I don't know. I've I've I was pleasantly surprised with how that like handled like pretty intuitive for me because like I've never felt like I've ever had any degree of control on F Zero. <laughs> Yeah, and that game I'm usually like just ping ponging and bouncing off the walls back and forth until I explode, which is again why I'm kind of a little surprised with like 99 players on the track. Like I think I'd be exploding even more frequently. Right. But like I think the getting the little tips at first they're like a little bit confusing because I'm like, man, there's like there's kind of a lot going on in this game. There's like if you go off a jump, like you can hold forward to like land quicker or hold shoot like pull back to like kind of like stay in the air longer. And then like if you're not (laughs) <laughs> if you don't press anything or whatever and you just kind of like land on the ground you sort of like hit the ground harder and you kind of like skid and lose uh. some speed but if it like the very second like one of the tips was like at the last second before you land hold back on the d-pad or the joystick or whatever to like soften your landing so uh. that you don't lose speed as you land so i'm like man what, and especially with how fast this game is like I'm like, how do how do people baby. have time to react to this? Uh, to again, where like I'm playing with those hoary split pads. I'm like, I almost kind of want to hook the Joy Cons back up because having those smaller joysticks, it's kind of. I, I like using those for Mario Kart because it's just kind of easier to do the drifting and kind of like real quick. Oh yeah, steering back and forth as opposed to the hoary. You really gotta like whip that joystick back and forth or, or Pro Controller, whatever you're using. Yeah. Um, I tend to kind of prefer in for certain games. I just kind of like the Joy Cons, so I'm kind of tempted to to bust them out for F zero. Cause obviously, cause they're also maybe designing it with that in mind. I mean, I know it's kind of designed around the original game, but um, it all, it also always cracks me up when each race starts and you see that huge pan of like the opening starting track of like all 99 races yeah. and just that huge fat. Like, that I don't know, just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, it just kind of cracks me up. But, but again, clearly they had to like design that into the game, like stuff that wasn't in there originally, you know, it's not just like, Here's a version of this that just kind of slapped together multiplayer. You know, it's like they clearly like kind of made a new game out of an old game. It almost feels like a ROM hack or something or. Yeah. Which is cool. Like it's it's F-Zero is kind of an oppressive franchise for being a Nintendo Mm -hmm. franchise. Right. Like it's hard. Even the first F-Zero is hard, let alone get into F-Zero X on N64 or even worse, like GX on GameCube, which is like flat out impossible, but also amazing in that, you know, sort of back and forth, push and pull sort of way. And I think Mm -hmm. maybe that's part of why we haven't seen too much f-zero sense you know even the mario kart track is you know i was just gonna say yeah right you know those are some of the hardest tracks in the game for sure yeah you know but it's it's cool that they're like yeah say f-zero does exist here it is and like oh (laughs) and it just it feels like you know what i think you know granted like like kevin i i don't have the most familiarity with f-zero compared to a lot of other stuff but i still had you know you know positive connotations with it and wanted something to to come afloat for the franchise so i'm like hey it exists you know i i don't think i've played a full 99 online because there is kind of a tutorialization yeah it's a little walk you through you gotta play like 25 then 50 50, yeah yeah, it's kind of tedious yeah so i've been doing that and and doing doing fine like i still want to keep playing it you know and and there's that whole like collect the gold orbs for like the super boost thing that they they added a couple other little spices The track above the track yeah yeah yeah. that too yeah so which feels like a little arbitrary because sometimes i'm like man i feel like i use my boost and like i'm up there for a long time 
time and then sometimes I feel like I use it and I drop down like immediately. I'm like, what the hell? Maybe it maybe I didn't have enough juice. I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm not only am I happy to see another F-Zero game, though, I'm kind of happy to see another one of these like 99 Battle Royale yeah. games because I kind of forgot about them a little bit. And I really like the Tetris one. I kind of forgot about mm-hmm. the Pac-Man one, too. Same. But that was also great. It was. Um, And I think that's still available. I think the only one they took away was was Mario, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, they. But I know Tetris reason. is still yeah, Nintendo. so dumb. Like you literally did a ton of work on this, I would imagine. But yeah, um, but yeah, it was just kind of like a nice, nice surprise, and I would love to see potentially some other versions of these battle royale games come out because this a racing game kind of seems perfect for it. I'm, I don't know, you know, even if they just did like a Mario Kart <laughs> version of it or something, although that might get too chaotic. Even with twelve players, it's a little <laughs> too chaotic on right. Mario Kart Eight, but. No, yeah. F Zero is a thing that exists. Give us, give us a real one now. If enough people yeah. keep playing with this, and it gets enough name recognition in the culture, you know, as a brand, give us a, give yeah. us another real F Zero. Yeah, if this makes enough of a splash between that and having like Captain Falcon and Smash, it feels like that's enough cultural relevance to make another F Zero game. That's right. Yeah. So. I don't know. Any other uh, before we wrap it up, any other quick uh, things from the Nintendo Direct that caught, stood out to you guys or anything or which, if not, no big deal. But <laughs> that thousand year door, we, we talked about a little bit in the preamble, but thousand year door. You know, I, I know that means a lot to to us here. And God, that game is is brilliant. I was just like, yeah. they didn't have to do hardly anything to that game. And yeah, that's basically they literally what just happened. it. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yep. Here's my money again. I'm going to buy it physically again. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely definitely pretty pumped about that one. Yeah, that's that was probably the biggest one for me, but I will say like I I was pretty pumped about I mentioned it also a little bit before we started, but that Wargroove 2 announcement, I kind of forgot that they mentioned it a while ago, but like the fact that they're adding a roguelike mode to that game, like I feel like I never dug into the original Wargroove enough cuz it yeah. just didn't have like, I just wasn't invested enough in playing a full campaign with all these different factions and whatever. I was just like, ah, whatever. I'll, I'll play it eventually. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, there's a roguelike mode. Maybe I can just dig into it a little more quickly. But maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it'll be just as robust. But um, there were plenty of other things. I can't even, I can't think of them off the top of my head. That new Peach game looked yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Princess Peach um, like something a little bit new and different. Yeah. Like, so we're there, definitely there getting things- that game. Yeah, and I, I showed Fiona that, who's my five-year-old, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, so that is that is big time on the radar. We are we are going to be getting that, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I, I got pretty excited when I saw, like, the sword fighting mechanics, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is, okay, cool. These two, like, the two modes will be cool. And then when they kind of went through more and more, I was like, okay, this is going to be, like, a really cool experience of a game, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah, tons of cool stuff. I feel like there were quite a few little nice surprises in there that I wasn't uh, anticipating. Not to mention that I wasn't even anticipating it happening. So <laughs> right now, yeah, yeah. But, just directs aren't on the radar as much as they used to be. So yeah, nice to get. And then Mario one. Wonder right around the corner. I think we just have we got a lot to look forward to on the Switch these days. So surprisingly, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. I wasn't expecting this kind of late, there. <laughs> this late swan song push here. So yeah, heck yeah, but uh. Yeah, anything else, guys, before we wrap it up? Or nah, I think we're good. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, as always, uh, you can find us on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com and pretty much everywhere else. Just look up <laughs> Pursuing Pixels, I guess. And, uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, until next week, we'll catch you then, and take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
anything that stuck out to me. Like there, there I saw there was an Atlas game that was like, oh know, yeah, like, unicorn something. Oh, that actually looked pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, I don't know. Like none of the RPGs are grabbing me. Oh, it was one of those like vanillaware games, wasn't yeah. it? The, yes. Yeah, yeah. It did look cool, but yeah, it was kind of like oh, okay, I've been there. Oh, they yeah, they announced that Tomb Raider collection, which whatever. Yeah. yeah. It didn't look all that up. Oh, the Mario versus Donkey Kong, which looks like it's going to be. I never played a re- any of those. Well, uh, best I can tell, it looks like it's going to be a remake of Donkey Kong yeah. '94. No, I could be wrong about that. No, I thought it was a remake of of uh, the Mario versus Donkey Kong game, the the one that came after that. But did first- you were you a, did you have direct control of Mario in that game? I guess I never really played those mm. games. I always thought it was like because this game looked because they were like you can do Mario's like backflip and the handstand flip, and I was like, oh, is this like a Mario ninety four remake? It's a good okay, question. Now I need to look at this again because I wasn't as in love with the style of the game. Like it kind of has that new Super Mario Brothers look. Yeah. That I don't love. Let's see. Run, jump, and backflip your way to rescuing the stolen mini Mario toys in this puzzling twist on Mario ap- action. Obstacles like spikes, moving platforms, and falling bricks. The rivalry that originally heated up on the Game Boy Advance system. Oh, wait. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's the one. That's the first one after. The first but real you- Mario vs. Donkey Kong, even though 94 was the first where, where that gameplay came about. So did did you play as Mario in those games? Because I I always remember the yes. DS ones were the only ones I ever played where you kind of like just click and like kind of draw things on the screen and then just like hit right. play and like you know it was more like a I don't remember what it was even like exactly, hmm. but I'm definitely I'm gonna have to look more into that game. Got the yeah the new WarioWare. Oh, they announced that Trombone Champ game. <laughs> okay, that actually no the multiplayer or like the co-op <laughs> mode of that looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just like yeah, it's just like yeah. terrible, nasty. Yeah, <laughs> actually that uh that Splatoon three expansion thing looked that pretty Splatoon dang three looks so good. What the it fuck? looked awesome. I was like, fuck, are they gonna sucker me? I'm not getting don't, it. But I was like, they're they're putting they some muscle into Splatoon. That's for sure. Like yeah. the pl- oh. the paint chip shit, like oh that was that looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Dave the Diver game looked pretty cool. Yeah, that was like a kind of exploration game. I heard some one of our buddies, uh, Nick uh, McConnell, who's I've mentioned him on the podcast a couple times, who's just met, gone back and forth with a few games with us. Um, and he mentioned that game recently where he was like torn between starting that and something else. And I was like, oh, I've never even heard of that game before. But now that you've mentioned it, like it's on my radar. I think that was so pretty well received that. on PC too. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think it got really good reviews. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the new Horizon Chase game, Horizon Chase Two, which I whatever. I'm not like that ecstatic about uh, that. Another arcade racer. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, definitely a fun game. And then yeah, the WarioWare. Oh, those another code game uh, remake. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Trace and memories. then that Prince of Persia, yeah. that Prince of Persia Lost Crown, like 2D game. Again, I wasn't like over the moon about that, but I was like, ah, oh, it looks okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detective Pikachu Returns. 